Esther the Beautiful. During the reign of the next emperor, King Xerxes, there were many still, thousands more Jews living in Babylon and Persia than had returned to the promised land. The civilization of the Medes and the Persians was still the greatest in the world, and Xerxes was immensely proud of his empire, which stretched all the way from India to Ethiopia. He decided to hold a splendid banquet in his capital, Susa, to celebrate his magnificence. First, he invited every single one of the princes, army chiefs, nobles, and governors in his empire to a feast the likes of which no one had ever seen before. In immense marble halls bedecked with banners of the finest silks, his honored guests lay on golden couches and ate off jeweled platters while every single one of the priceless valuables in Xerxes' treasure houses were paraded before them on velvet cushions. It took 180 days for the stunned VIPs to admire all Xerxes' splendors. Then the generous king threw his doors open to his subjects, too, holding a magnificent garden party for another week in the grounds of the palace itself. The ordinary people were sh were stunned. They had never seen such magnificence. There were refreshing fountains tinkling in the sunshine, the perfume of sweet-smelling flower beds, mosaics underfoot, made of mother-of-pearl and precious stones, and as much free wine as everyone could drink. By the seventh day, the king was feeling exceedingly merry. I've not only got the most beautiful palace in the world, he thought, I've also got the most beautiful queen, too. He summoned his seven chamberlains and ordered them to go and fetch the queen at once. Tell her to put on her best dress, he demanded. I want to show her off to everyone. Now Queen Vashti was giving her own party for all the women in another part of the palace. She was a strong, independent woman, besides being beautiful, and she refused to come. I can't leave my guests so rudely, she told the chamberlains. Whatever would they think? And besides, I don't want to be paraded around like something from one of my husband's treasure houses. When the chamberlains told the king that Vashti wouldn't come, he was mad. Xerxes' courtiers were far too frightened of the raging king to tell him to calm down. In fact, they all nodded their heads and agreed that he was very right to be so angry. Whatever are you going to do about Vashti? The, the most senior of them urged. You can't possibly let her go unpunished. What will happen if other women get to hear of it? will have wives all through the empire rebelling against their husbands. And where would that leave us? You're right, decided Xerxes. Vashti will have to go. Kick her out and find me a new queen to take her place. 
one who's even more beautiful. A royal proclamation went, soon went out through all the land, announcing a competition. All the young maidens in the kingdoms were to present themselves at the palace. The most beautiful would be chosen to stay for lessons in skin care, hairstyling, makeup, and how to behave like a queen. And at the end of the year, the king would choose the one he liked best to replace Vashti. In the back of, in the back streets of Susa, there lived the servant in the royal household named Mordecai, an old Jewish man who was one of those who had chosen to stay in Babylon rather than return to the promised land. Mordecai was the guardian of his orphaned cousin Esther, whom he had brought up as his daughter. No one could be more beautiful or queenly than you, he told her, giving her a hug. <coughs> hurry up, hurry along to the king's palace and enter the competition. But make sure you don't tell anyone you're Jewish. The king might not be so pleased with that. Esther easily made it into, made it onto the short list of the most beautiful maidens in the country. And she was hurried off to new living quarters in the palace. Where all the young women were to be groomed for a year. Every day, Mordecai would make sure he had an errand to do that would make him, would take him past her chambers. And every day, he was more and more pleased with what he saw of Esther's progress. She was such a well-mannered and good-natured girl that she quickly became the favorite of Hegai the courtier in charge of the competition. He made sure that Esther had the very best face creams, the finest food from the royal kitchens, and the most skilled maids to help her with her hair and advise her on her clothes. The time came for the young beautiful woman to parade, one by one, in front of the king. They were all trying very hard to impress him. In the end, though, there wasn't much of a competition at all. Esther was by far the winner, and the delighted Xerxes held a lavish great banquet in honor of his lovely new queen. About the story. This story is really about God's protection of his people and the timing of his purposes. It seemed pure chance that Esther was chosen, and she kept very quiet about her nationality. But God knew that soon she would be the only person who could avert a tragedy. The Bible shows God working behind the scenes so that everyone is in the right place at the right time when it really matters. 